You and I know that making smart financial decisions can be challenging, but it's the 21st century. Financial freedom is no longer just for the 1% wealthy. It's for you and me, busy moms and dads living their best life. The big question is this, how do we create time, avoid making painful mistakes, set examples for our children and find the best resources to help us reach our financial goals? This podcast will give you the answers. Join me on my journey helping busy families figure out how they can gain financial confidence and clarity, get actionable tips, and learn from the best guest experts. It is now the time you start living your best financial life. My name is Anna Shogunina, and welcome to the Money Boss Parent Podcast. Hey, Money Bosses, Anna is here, and welcome back to the Money Boss Parent Podcast. I am excited for today's episode because I've been compiling something very cool and interesting that I think a lot of you out there who have kids and really are interested in changing their experience around money, how they grew up or going to grow up around money and lessons that you're going to teach them. So I've been putting together a resource that you can adapt um, to start these conversations with your own family and also pass it on to anyone you actually um, know have kids and want to help them raise those kids that are better equipped to handle those kinds of decisions. So today we're going to dive into teaching kids about money and what financial literacy is, offering a toolbox of resources that you and your family and friends can actually use. Now, something to remind you is that just because I have compiled a list of these resources, it still takes time. It still takes effort and it still takes intentional approach. It isn't just looking and grabbing a list of items and really never doing anything about your own behavior. So if anything, I want you to kind of come to this conversation with with those thoughts in mind. Now, it's taken me a while to really put this list of resources together, not because it's hard to do that. And over the years, I've, I've had an opportunity to to connect with people, read, research, hear others share stuff, look at what clients are doing. But I think it really came together for me when I finally hit the phase with my own family where these conversations began to be happening more often and they're starting to be more real. So like once the, the realness of it kicked in, I was like, all right, I think it's time for this to be really serious. And that's why I want you to think about this subject in the same in the same matter because what i've seen so far and this is clients that i worked with is in the past is like where obviously right we're working on their parents finances and like towards the end of the conversations it's it sort of comes comes up last we're like well what resources or ideas or suggestions do you have where we can start teaching our kids and i want to flip that for you i want that to be the first question you ask someone who you think is knowledgeable and can help you So 
All right. Without preaching any further, let's dive into it. The list is rather long and I will provide you all of the information that you need. But today I just want you to kind of listen and observe and see what you can start to adapt in your life. Take it slow, take it fast, wherever you are. I know we're um, all busy and um, trying to make sure that this becomes really a habit and not just another thing that you listen or you read. All right. A book that I'm currently going through, and it's sitting on my nightstand, I'm flipping and reading pages of it at the moment, is from uh, one of my favorite journalists out there, Ron Leiber, and he is a journalist for New York Times, and a very famous column called Your Money. The book that I'm talking about, and it is a fantastic read for parents, is called The Opposite of Spoiled. And so what it offers is more of a practical advice in teaching kids about money. What values can you instill? How do you develop generosity and so forth? So Ron is a really, um, really cool writer. He, he introduces these concepts in a very amenable and approachable way. Um, I've been fortunate enough to, this is just a side note, to have an opportunity to actually be quoted by Ron in 2018 for an article that he wrote for New York Times. So it was a big deal. I'm not talking about it as it was a big deal, but it really was. Um, where I was interviewed by him and the story was about how financial planning advice can be accessed by anyone. And so he highlighted a lot of associations that offer services like my company and highlighted our firm and so forth. So I'll link I'll link it in the show notes if you wanted to check it out. It's just something that I'm really proud of. And so once, as you can imagine, once Ron wrote another book that I wanted to be um, part of, my hands were on it as soon as I, I could think of it. So that's a good read for parents just to start. And there's a million books on Amazon. You can go look for a category of kids and money but I want you to start somewhere, okay? Number two, what I want you to start to, to, to think about is how can you introduce materials to your kids that they can be looking at, that they can be reading, they can be watching, they can be touching, they can be experiencing. I love books. I think this is a great way for small, for young kids small kids, young minds to actually absorb the information. So I've put a lot of intention in reading books for Liam. Um, and I'll talk later about what we actually do and how we accomplish that. But the book that I um, actually learned about on one of the guests on my podcast uh, is a fellow financial planner named Jim Dicitano. And he wrote a book called Larry the Bunny Saves His Money. Oh my God. And so when I had an interview with Jim two years ago, uh, Liam was still uh, quite little to start to introduce this concept of how do you learn about, you know, the pay and how do you start to introduce the concepts of, of taxes and how do you save 20%. And so it's really interesting, simple book. But as, as he gotten to be older and I started reading it as soon as I I heard uh, Jim talk about it um, on our interview and it's been kind of hanging out on his shelf. Um, and from time to time I would pull it out and still read the story. And it's just really magically picked up at a lot of, a, a lot of speed lately. And so he's been sort of reciting this, you know, in the back of his head, like Larry, the money saves his money. He saves two carrots after he gets paid. Then he puts 
the next two carrots for his house. So it is just amazing. And again, very simple, simple concepts start to introduce the save, the spend, you know, uh, and then enjoy your money later. Um, so I will also have that link for you, um, for you as well. I know that some of you may uh, want to find other resources that help you uh, use technology. Um, and I have a couple ideas too. My friend Dee from Kids Money Academy is a mom of two kids who put a lot of awesome, cool training resources, practical and down-to-earth ideas about how do you educate kids about money. So check out Kids Money Academy. She has a really big following on Instagram, and I love watching her videos. But also her website is a true overwhelming resource of stuff that parents can start to look into and how do you start having these conversations with kids. Now, one of the things I learned from, from Dee as well on the, our podcast interview is like, here's, here's age appropriate type of resources that you can start to introduce. And so she, as she's going through the phase of raising her two kids as well, it's really awesome to watch somebody who is actually practicing what they preach. Now, in, as far as technology go, and I know we live in digital age, there are a ton of fantastic apps out there that kids can start to use and understand. I'm pretty sure, and this is a side, side note as well, but Leah mentioned or asked or begged more, I think, than asked um, lately is like, when am I going to have my own iPhone? And I really actually do not have an answer for that question because in my mind, that didn't exist when I was four and a half years old. So I wasn't asking my parents for an iPhone. Uh, maybe you have an idea how to answer that question. Anyway, <laughs> but the kids still live in the digital age. So a couple of um, suggestions here. Um, I love, and I've done all episodes on this topic as well. Um, I love the idea of having an allowance because in my head, that really starts to introduce ideas of being responsible working hard for your money and starting to actually practice what do you actually do with that money once you get it. Now, some parents love the idea of just giving an allowance and it's a certain amount every week. Others like the idea to introduce chores, activities and responsibilities. Whatever your preference is, is great either way. This is just a tool. So an app called iAllowance would be a great choice. And so you download it on your you can have it on your phone and you can or also put it on your kid's uh, device, whether it's an iPad, iPhone or whatever else you have. And so it, it, it first of all, it allows you to manage their allowance. And so there you can assign whatever tasks they're doing um, if they are. And they, it's very visual um, and it can start to introduce these ideas of like that I was just talking about simply saving, spending and giving. It's all digital. It's really easy to use, kind of like, you know, sw swipe and slide um, from one screen to another. And you can get the whole family involved. Now, for kids that are a little bit older, something called Bankaroo, B-A-N-K-A-R-O-O. -O. It's Bankaroo. It's a virtual bank. Now, I think this is definitely for older kids, but it's, it's a really safe environment to learn the value of money, the budgeting, how do you save for goals, how do you become responsible for with the saving? And as money comes in and you're starting to earn it, like what do you actually do with it? And so it's really, it's like a virtual finances 
all in one spot. So I would probably not a four, four and a half year old resource, but I've really been um, hearing a lot of good um, reviews on it. Now, there are a ton of different board games or games altogether that you can start to introduce if you want the kids to stay away from screen. Now, parents too. You cannot go wrong with Monopoly. Monopoly Junior, and there are lots of different themes. Like one I got for Liam is Sp Spidey in France, and there's Disney characters and Nemo. And so it teaches kids about buying, selling, and how do you manage money. So we've all played Monopoly in, in, in the past, and I think it's one of the, those games that, board games that you should have um, at home. Um, I also researched and found this one called Lakeshore Allowance Game. Now, again, going back to how do you want to teach the actual money concepts to kids? And I, I am very big supporter of the fact that if you have an opportunity to touch and practice, like so if you have real money that the kids can handle, like coins and dollar bills, um, this game really allows for that too. Now, of course, these are not real dollars and coins, but the concepts can be practiced. So they they can, um, you know, there's a there's boards that they set up and the same thing, like they go through uh, collecting coins, uh, doing chores, and they deciding how they want to spend their earnings, you know, where it's all going. So it's a little bit more of a, you know, game, but still kind of reinforces those same concepts. Becoming a new parent is extraordinary, life-changing event that brings a mix of emotions from joy to worry, excitement and fear. Suddenly, you're not only responsible for yourself, but also for another little person who depends on you for everything and it's okay to feel overwhelmed. But remember, you've got this. Did you know that raising a child from birth to age 18 can cost over $234,000 on average? And that does not even include things like daycare, private school, or college savings for the future. Planning for these expenses is crucial, and that's where the Money Parent Checklist comes in. I've created this resource for new parents like you to get you started. It will help you adapt and prepare for the, your new financial reality. It's a comprehensive guide that covers everything from setting up a budget for your new family, planning baby expenses, securing your child's future, and even preparing for those exciting college years ahead. Yes, I've got you covered from A to Z, so you can focus on cherishing those precious moments with your little one. But don't let money worries get in the way of creating unforgettable memories. Visit parentmoneychecklist.com today and grab your free copy. I've put something really exciting uh, together as well. As you can imagine, over the last three years, I've had a lot of different guests on my podcast, and it seems like this topic keeps coming up, right? Because we're all focusing on families and 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 working on all kinds of ideas and resources and and what what else is out there. So I put together a playlist of all of the top podcasts that would be really useful for you to listen through. And actually the two of the podcast guests I mentioned, Dee and Jim are part of that resource list. Now for that, you will have to reach out to me directly. Um, and I'm happy to share um, the, my playlist link with you, but it called Coins and Kids Playlist. And so it's a collection of all the episodes that are designed to help you as a parent to have these tools. And one of 
one of the few favorite, I think all of them are my favorite, but one in particular, actually two, uh, where we do talk about allowance and we get in a lot of details there. And then how, which savings accounts do you actually set up for your kids, um, savings and investment accounts. So I would love for you to get your hands on on this playlist and just, it's a private podcast playlist that you can listen to um, on your own at any time. And I, I feel like all of those episodes are like evergreen that never go out of style. Now, I want to take a little pivot here and, and just maybe share some ideas with you as to how you can help. If you have kids that are at Liam's age, I call them young learners, right? Like this is like the early four year olds and so forth. And this is actually one of those interesting concepts that I learned from Dee in our conversations. And when she started Kids Money Academy was that's the age where kids are starting to comprehend a lot more, not just money questions, but just, you know, life questions. And so age four-ish is probably um, a good age to begin having these conversations. Now, when Liam was three, I thought, well, you know, I can start now. But some of this stuff was not resonating, even just like a simple, um, I, simple thing is reading a book that talked about some of these money concepts. So these ideas that I was really looking at, what do we do as a family? What kind of activities intentionally on unintentionally are happening that um, are, are, you know, are really worth noting? So here are just a few. Um, first one is like a classic piggy bank. I know that all of you parents out there probably have one. Or you've gotten one when your child was born. I certainly have. And it has this cute name on it. And then we've gotten one later on as well. And so ours kind of sat on the shelf empty for a while until the, the idea was introduced that you can start dropping coins and dollar bills into that. I think it's I think it's a good practice because it encourages the kids to save a portion of, you know, of the money if they already have some. If they're starting to get into the into the chores around house, it gives them like this opportunity to touch and feel. So it's like a really tangible and practical way to introduce the idea of saving the money. I haven't really gotten into the part where we talk about how do we take money out of the piggy bank? I mean, he knows like there's way to open it, uh, but it hasn't quite happened yet. <laughs> so stay tuned for that. Okay. My next idea is, and I've bought two of these myself um, just because I thought it was fun and, and engaging, but toy cash registers. Um, and the reason I bought two is because I bought one and he was, you know, he wasn't old enough to, to really get a hang of it. And so it got broken. So I had to buy another one because I thought it was still think it's a great tool. Now there we start to like, you know, play the, the whole idea of a pretend store or it was actually, his was cash register with a farmer's market calendar. So he was selling, you know, groceries and all of that stuff. And I was the customer. And so it introduces the basic idea of counting things, the exchange of money. And, and th these toy cash registers are crazy. <laughs> they had actual credit cards. So they had all of the technology built in and they had the actual, you know, monies you can use, the coins and the dollars. Obviously they're all fake, but or pretend. And then they also had a credit card and coupons and all kinds of stuff. And and the thing is, like, you take your kids with you to the grocery store, whenever you go, they're watching, 
they know it's like it's like it's an intuitive practice that when they do sit down to actually play and imitate all of this it's like wow how do you know these things and so I think it's a really useful tool. And so if you're making a list of uh, gifts that you may want to add to your Christmas shopping list, I think um, this would be a really, really cool item to do. And so something along those lines that go, goes with a cash register would be like a far, farmer's market calendar, or if you have a little uh, lemonade stand, right? I mean, we can talk about lemonade stand in a whole other episode, but it still teaches kids, how do you come up with you know, money, where does it come from? How do you exchange goods for, for those services or products? And so I think it's a really fun, fun way um, to introduce that. Now, I do want to talk about this, um, this, this piece too, because it's, I think, I think a lot of you can benefit from it, but how do you create a system for allowance for your child? I've been really researching this topic and I mentioned already that I had did a, a couple of other podcast interviews, but I think starting with the simple simple system, and um, I'll link in the show notes as well for you a few of my resource favorite resources. Now, Amazon has, has these four plastic jars. They're like these little canning jars. They're plastic, and that's why I love them because we don't have to worry about them breaking. Um, that you can at, you can attach labels. We only really need three, but comes of a, a, a pack of four. Uh, you can have spend, save, and give. So you have three jars that you can introduce to your child. And as as the idea of earning money starts to sink more, and they really are getting them getting the actual money. And this is this is where you can try both. I mentioned there's an online app and resource, and you can actually have um, real tangible dollars and coins. They can have those in your in their room. And I, I, I will share the labels with you as well um, that you can change, you know, like sometimes you can have them set around Christmas holidays or birthday or whatever theme. Like I, the ones I have are Spider-Man, superheroes, and then like Disney princesses. So whatever, whatever theme you may like, they're all out there. But I like this idea because it, again, it's like I, I, I see with Liam where it's, it it becomes like more of a habit for him to to check and see what's happening or like was we had our head out to the store he's like can I bring my jars you know with me or my jar just one right the one he wants to spend money on and also teaching generosity like how do you start to introduce that concept so we haven't we just we just like lightly touched on it he's he's still experimenting with setting them up um but I am kind of taking it further and it's like, okay, let's talk about how do you give something that you have? How do you, you know, allocate for the giving and, 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 and so forth. So figuring out what your system would be like, whether he earns, he or she earns the money or it's given to them. Now, I know you have to go back and search for some, for some episodes to talk about the allowance, but one, one tip I have for you today, if you're, um, don't want to have chores as part of your household um, one easy way to kind of figure out how much allowance to give would be to look at the age of your child. And so like in the case of my son, he's four, okay, four and a half. So that's probably as much as I would give him a, uh, every week. So if he gets $4 every week. Now, when he turns five, then I'll increase his allowance um, to $5. Now, I personally like the idea of doing chores. 
Um, so we're kind of starting with that, but I don't know. We'll see. Maybe when he gets older, that could change <laughs> for him somewhat. Um, I mentioned things like involving your kids in going shopping and, you know, bringing them in, you know, on the journey with you. Um, I know Liam actually loves to come with me because he gets to sit in a cart. And then so, you know, he knows every pretty much everything we, we buy because he sees what we grab from the shelves. He has his favorite items. What started to come up out of that, too, is like when we get home, he starts to help to unpack you know, all the groceries and what goes in the fridge, what goes into, um, into the pantry at the same time, like when we pay for the groceries, can I, you know, he's asking if he can do the credit card. So like these practices are really good, uh, ways to start teaching these concepts. And the one tool that's, I think has all the power in the world is telling stories. So what kind of stories or examples can you teach as you go through your day like I'm a big believer that um that there should be a lot of transparency with families I know it's hard to explain these concepts to younger kids but think about as they get older how would you want to have a conversation with with them and so Yuri and I are very intentional about right now talking about our days and and really like I mean as simple as having your kids understand what it is that you do to earn your money. Like <laughs> Liam was just telling everybody at school that mommy just goes to the office and that's her work. But I, you know, I sat down with him one day and I said, do you know what I actually do and why do I go to the office? Cause he knows I have an office. He's come to my office, but how, how, how does the connection between what you do and the money that shows up in your bank account or, you know, in your wallet, how would that make your kids understand, you know, the, the overall theme? So I think it's probably the best way for you to, to have any impact onto these conversations. And I know for some of us, it may not be the way you were brought up. Like my parents didn't talk about money. My parents were focused on making sure that we can survive. Um, and that's that's amazing, right? Forever grateful for that. But these conversations... Uh, and practices definitely can be different if you put all the intentions in the world. So I am excited because I think this is just like the tip of the iceberg of what we can talk about, how we can really put all of this together. And it's it's like I see this like as a phase as as I personally go and you kind of hang out with me as we go through this phase and our kids grow more ideas will start to be introduced, more resources will show up. And I would love to hear from, from you feedback on what are you using? What, what works for you? Maybe you've tried some of these things already. And if there's more stuff out there, please, I'm all ears because I, I am really like, it's, if anything, like my mission is to work with people and help them, you know, at the very basic, like, let's make sure you have your financial ducks in a row. But I feel like if we can make the most, if we want to make the most impact, it is definitely impacting the younger generation and how and what they learn about money at the very early age. That's all my friends for today. Let's wrap it up. I, I hope that you found this useful, shared with anyone you think it would be helpful. And until next time, Remember, you are the bosses of your own money.
Hey there, Money Boss parent, giving you a virtual high five because you just wrapped up another awesome episode of the Money Boss Parent Podcast. If you're craving more insights, hop over to moneybossparentpodcast.com. You'll find there detailed show notes from today's episode and even some sweet deals from our guests and partners. And if you're eager to connect with other super cool moms and dads who are just like you, who are navigating the world of money and parenting, come join our exclusive Facebook community for Money Boss Parents. The link is waiting for you at moneybossparentpodcast.com. Disclaimer. The opinions expressed on this show are for general information only and not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individuals. To determine which investments or solutions may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial advisor, or tax professional for more specific advice.